hello and welcome to another episode of the family fix i am your host shannon i can lady battle you are in the place where your problems find a new focus healthy solutions and consistent momentum no matter how lost you seem there is a path with your guiding light and i'm here to help you find it thank you so much for joining me today i hope that you all have been able to rechannel some of your negative energy and have a sense of overwhelming peace. And if you haven't been, I think that you are in the right place at the right time right now, because I want us to talk about the term that we often hear people say, my perception is my reality. If you, like me, have dealt with a lot of different people, and you might be in the helps profession, we've learned by watching people that the way they think about things is the way that they actually see things. And the way one person perceives a situation can be totally different how you perceive that same situation. So when we say our perception is our reality, it begins to beg the question, is our perception the right way of viewing what we deem to be our reality? And even though it's our reality, is it the reality that we truly desire to have? If your reality is stopping you from being able to expand into an area of hope, and it leads you to a finalized destination of all or nothing, then you might wanna begin to tap into some of those areas within your thinking that might be constraining your ability to really explore, am I perceiving this the right way? Essentially, am I thinking about this in a way that doesn't enforce unhealthy habits? Why are our worlds so different? You can look at people who are brought up in the same household. If you've ever had siblings, and I use this example often, because it just shows that you're in a controlled environment where you're eating the same thing. You're probably sleeping around the same time. You're shopping together. You're doing everything as a, as a one whole unit. And yet, as you begin to develop, you see that personalities are so different. The way they view life situations, the way they handle things, the way they respond to certain things like criticism or hurt or how they express their emotions, it's variable. No one in the family is the same. And so parents like myself, we have to try not to pull our hair out and just make sure that if we are pulling stuff, we're just pulling out them grades before they come too fast in our head because these kids are stressing us out. And that's just a part of parenting, but it's also a part of a person's development. So although we can control a lot of what goes on in our household. Remember, if you ever grew up and you had strict parents or you had those parents that didn't play, they told you, I don't care what Sarah is doing over there with her parents in her household. You better follow my rules here in my house. It didn't matter that they were allowed to stay out after the street lights came on. It didn't matter that they could eat anytime they wanted to or had a house full of sweets and we had to come home and you know we had to sit at the dinner to together. None of that mattered because in mama's household, that's the only thing that was controlled. Step outside of the door, mama knew she couldn't control a lot of those things, even though she would put the fear of God in. When your life begins to shape, 
even from the point where you're you growing up and we look at children oftentimes our children even in their developmental younger stages are very different from one another i have one son that always tested every nerve and helped me to discover that i had more nerves than what i thought i did because he was always into stuff i mean he would interfere with his sister from the time that they were infants toddlers he would jump in her crib and she would just cry because he was always in her space and then she could be sitting down playing he would come and he'd start playing with her toys or he'd start kissing all in her face or something like that he was very friendly and loving but he was always just in your space and it was like okay come on kid he would be the one that you would have to worry about is there a tub full of water because if it was he was jumping in it he he just thought that he was a dolphin unafraid of anything whereas i had another child she cried you know you could just look at her and look sad and she felt your your sadness and she would become so sensitive and she would just cry with you i'm just amazed that okay I hadn't even had a chance to train them how I want them <laughs> to develop and become without them already coming in with their own uniqueness, own way of thinking about things, feeling things, sensing things. And that just lets us see that there are so many different ways we can approach a situation. And if we can see that with kids coming up, we need to look at okay why is it that we struggle to see our situations with the most humbling most hopeful type of outcome our worlds are different because we have different experiences our perceptions are guided by our upbringing they're guided by the relationships that we've encountered if you had uh friends that were always in team play you learn how to be a team player. You learn how to adjust to different attitudes, different altitudes, because you have some that go in stronger than others. You have to figure out how to navigate a team so everybody can focus on getting the ball to the end of the uh, field versus just trying to hold the ball for themselves. A team can't operate like that. And then you have others who did more independent type activities. They may have danced, they may have did art, whatever it was, it was just them and their thinking. And they had a different way of approaching things. They saw things from a more creative point of view and then maybe took a more attentive approach instead of always reacting and responding to a situation because it was just them they have a chance to observe the world in a different way and then our perceptions are also guided by our knowledge if you've been through something you've learned something even if it wasn't what you anticipated you can learn something from everything that you experience from the greatest enjoyment to the deepest level of pain. When your knowledge begins to develop into understanding, and then your understanding guides you into wisdom, then your perception, it begins to take another type of view. So imagine having a lot of experience in a situation, but you don't have any knowledge about it. Say you got into a relationship. Say you're in a relationship and you were brought up in a healthy family, healthy lifestyle, family loved each other. And then all of a sudden you get in a relationship that appeared to be healthy. And then all of a sudden you're a victim of domestic violence. We know to be harmful, 
but they see it in a different way. I always try to get people to see life as pie because in pie, it's not all or nothing. It's a lot of portions within that pie. So if I'm in this type of relationship, you may see the fact that, and I see the fact that this person is abusing me. This person is emotionally abusive and and draining my emotions, making me feel inferior and, and drawing out insecurities. They're doing those things. But then there's that other part of that person. Oh, they're very good with the kids. They also, you know, they're very conversational. They do things for other people. People depend on them. They appear strong in other parts of life. And so that person takes that view. Then they add their experience growing up. Well, my parents stuck it out. They got into arguments and they worked through it. Maybe I can do the same thing because now I'm bringing that perception in and I have a limited knowledge base on how relationships actually look because I've never been in anything other than the situation that I'm in. So that's why it's harder for people to really understand how they developed this one sense of reality in regards to, let's just say, relationships, because they don't have a lot of knowledge. They don't have a lot of understanding. But then you have people who then have a lot of experience. They have a lot of knowledge in failed relationships where they begin to change the perception that relationships are no longer safe and and healthy. And so guess what? Now I'm going to avoid that situation in that relationship. I'm just going to avoid relationships with people. I can do bad all by what? Myself. Thank you, Tyler Perry. Um, Thank you for the great artist that sang those songs to us because now it has gotten us to the point where I don't need anyone else. If this person cannot help to elevate me, then I'm going to just be alone. And yet that's contrary to what we're designed to do in life and how we're designed to be, which is in relationship with people. And that's why, you know, we will tend to have superficial relationships, get in, get out, hit and run, because we want a relationship, even if it's going to be for the moment and not long term. That's just internal wire for us to be uh, together with someone else. And then another thing that guides your perception is fear. If you've had a bad experience growing up and say you've had a bad experience with um, someone who went to a party and then say someone put a roofie in a drink or something like that and then you were raped and you didn't even know, you know, your perception about being in public settings is gonna be very different. Being in social settings is gonna be very different. Being in areas that you cannot control. And so now your perception becomes, this is an unsafe situation And now the reality of it is, it's going to be unsafe for everybody. And guess what? If I have children, I need to protect them from those dangers that I've experienced growing up. And that's where we begin to complicate our relationships with other people. And we begin to really deal with a lot of bad habits within ourselves that we need to learn to change. So what habits do you think you need to shift? If you worry all the time, and if you think about, and and I'm not even saying worry all the time because some people don't, some people are just always on edge a lot, but think about the situation that you've made a reality. You say, 
Well, using those terminating type words, all, never. You can't trust any women. Women have a hard time building relationships with one another. We're, and I, I love now that we're saying all of this girl power, supporting each other, but women, for some reason, is just a collective culture that makes us challenging to be able to really deal with one another on that advanced push you high five you girl to the next level of relationship you know that's another topic we can talk about at another time and i would love to probably pull some other women in to see what their perspectives are on that but for the most part think about the all the nothing the terminating words that you use in your reality is it that all men are are dogs all men can't be trusted all men cheat when you use those type of words that language that becomes your way of thinking about something because it helps you to reduce the discomfort of thinking that you might get hurt in a relationship and that's all you're saying when you say okay well no um, man can be trusted or you know all women you know just want your money they don't want to be in a real relationship with you whatever it is that you're saying you've said those things because you have to figure out how you can master the disappointment how you can master not being able to control a situation that's beyond your control if you are avoiding things, you're wanting to always prevent things from happening. You can't stop anything. Even in the greatest level of preparation, there's nothing you can do to account for other extraneous circumstances that can happen. I can go and I can prepare and I can take a driving class, I can pass, I can practice, but when I get on the road, I have no control over the people who are driving in the other lanes around me. That's just a part of how we have to be able to look at our ability to relinquish things that are beyond our ability to control, but yet we still worry about so often. So if you're gonna worry, maybe you should be more optimistic. Maybe you should look at, okay, what would be the possibility if this worked out in a way I've never experienced before? And that's where we are. You know, we will judge something and have never experienced it because we're afraid of it and because we don't understand it. Think about that class. If it was history, if it was math, if it was science, and it was a challenging subject for you, you probably hated the teacher. You probably hated going to the class. You probably hated doing the work. You know, it probably took a lot of life out of you just to have to get yourself mentally prepared to deal with that class. Why? Because it was something that you just weren't able to easily understand and those things that i cannot easily understand i may misjudge i may push aside and i just may not deal with it and develop another truth about it where the truth would have been it may be challenging for me to understand it but yet i can get through this and still pass i made the truth i'm never going to pass this using the terminating word and i allowed that to become my reality i just hate numbers and then so you go through life always wanting to do something maybe in the field of uh, working with numbers, accounting, engineering or something. And you disqualify yourself because you develop the perception that you're unable to do numbers because you hate doing numbers. Instead of trying to find a better way to reason with it, be optimistic about it. 
and be determined so you don't have to avoid that situation. People, a lot of times, may also be very defensive. And if, you know, defense always has to come with an offense, right? Because you can keep defending, defending, defending. And then it gets to a point where you do become the offender because you are trying to make sure that you have control over whatever that situation is that you're confronting. Think about the story of Jonah. Jonah, remember, he was the one that got swallowed up in the belly of the whale, and you know, back in the Bible times. And God was telling him to go tell these people in Nineveh and give them a word that was going to help, you know, them to be free. But Jonah was like, I don't want to do that. I don't even like them people. That ain't even what I want to do. And I'm, you know what? I'm avoid all of that. And I'm just going to go another direction. He goes another direction. And then got these people almost getting ready to die because he out of place. He out of order. And God trying to get him back to the place where he assigned and called him to be. And so that happens with us. A lot of times we'll run and run and run. And we can keep running. But eventually it's going to get to a point where, you know, God is going to isolate us, get to us, get us to a place where we have to acknowledge who he is. And we're going to have to make a determination. Do we keep running and having all of these adverse experience happen, experiences happen in our life? Or do we, you know, just go ahead and just suck it up and trust the process and go ahead and do what, what we need to get done so that we can just move on in our life? So there are a couple tips that I want you to follow to try to test your perception just to see if it is in the right way of thinking. You want to know that, okay, am I thinking the right way? You can ask other people. You can ask someone, you know, if you were in this situation, what would you do? Because another person that has already walked through a situation will have a whole different perspective. And it's amazing how experiences, how truth when they come into those experiences, give you a different focal view. I mean, the lens is just, it's just a different level of viewing. You know how on your phone you can um, calls, you can press the buttons to, to bring images closer and you can see more details in the images. Well, that's what happens when you begin to find ways to test your perception. You wanna be able to know, is your all or nothing way of dealing with it the right type of way? Or is there a possibility to explore it on another angle? And that's where a lot of people, like with myself, they'll be like, they don't like dealing with me sometimes when they just want to stay where they are in their thinking. Because I do bring a lot of optimism. Because I've seen how something that didn't work for someone else worked for me. You know, think about that in a relationship. You in divorces all the time. The marriage, it dissolved and the people moved on. But guess what? When the per when one of them moved on, they flourished in the next relationship. Why was it different in that relationship than what it was when it was with you? It's all in the perception because the person is still the same, but that particular experience in another type of relationship, the way that they perceive that change opportunity, they embrace that. So they open themselves to be able to not reject and live in fear based on a negative past experience. You want to make sure that your views are based on either facts or habits. It, we can develop bad habits. Our experiences, like I said, they, they will teach us. They'll teach us to be crabby about things. We can be real petty about things. We can be closed off about things. If that's the way that you have done in life 
to be able to help yourself remain in control, then really you're not controlling anything. You're pushing people away. You're isolating yourself from being able to grow. So look at it and say, or oh, is this really a habit or am I being selfish in this habit? Or is this fact? Did the facts show that this is what happened? Look at your feelings. What are your feelings enticed when you think about your reality? If the feelings stir up a lot of turmoil, a lot of resistance, if they make you feel like you are just going to lose it, you don't know how to deal with it and it gets you really emotionally aroused, then that's a way to be able to test, okay, have I really learned what I needed to understand in this type of situation that created this reality? Or have I allowed a whimsical situation to develop in my mind to take me to a happy place where I don't have to change my view and accept any other truth other than what makes me feel better about my situation? Is my reality my way of coping to avoid? You know, as I said before, we will develop a different perception because we want to avoid our discomfort. Nobody wants to be uncomfortable. So look and examine, okay, am I thinking this way about this situation that I'm in? Even though we've been through some problems in our relationship, am I being too determinate on the outcome instead of allowing me to be able to grow through it and this person to grow? If we were to grow in the right way, would the, would the outcome look a little bit different and would I be satisfied with that? Do Am I willing to trust that process? That's something that you have to decide. So I hope you enjoyed today's topic because yes, your perception is your reality, but you want to be able to determine, do you have the right way of thinking about the situation that you accepted and designed as a part of your mantra for your life? If there is a way to improve it, if there is a way to shift it that you can grow and the people around you can grow, then I think you're headed in the right direction. But again, only you have, you're the one that determine what direction you grow. And in order to grow, you have to have a better attitude and you have to have a level view of altitude that takes you higher than what you currently experience. So if you need some follow-up review, come to my website, www.shannonbattle.com. This is the place where I can get to know you. You can send me your email, please assign your log in to be on my email list so I can stay connected with you and just, you know, randomly during the week, send you updates, newsletters, and my blog posts and things like that. And if there are topics that you would like for me to discuss later on, or people you want me to invite and uh, that could chime in on some of these topics. I'm open to the suggestions. Thank you for helping us to grow this podcast. I'm excited because it's hitting the numbers and the goals in which that I've positioned for it. And I'm just eager about it. And I know I can't do it without you. So thank you for sharing. Thank you for telling others about this podcast. And remember, you have the capacity to be great. It does not matter what you've been through. You are not who you are today because you are a failure of your past. But you are who you are today because you are an overcomer of your past. You do not live in fear, but you live in positivity. You live in a sound mind and you live in peace. So guess what? When you walk through today, when you walk through the rest of this week, every step you take, make sure it's a step that leads you closer to peace. God bless. And until we talk again, you guys smile a little.